0: Welcome to the B'nai B'rith International Podcast. I'm CEO Dan Mariashin. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm joined today by Andy Borans, the former executive director of the Alpha Epsilon Pi fraternity, and now the CEO of its foundation. Andy and I will be discussing the alarming continuation of anti Semitic incidents on college campuses across the country. How bad is the situation for Jewish students today? What's being done to combat anti Semitism on campuses? How can we ensure that supporters of the BDS movement do not hijack student government agendas? Well, we'll be talking about all that and more on today's podcast. Andy, welcome. Thank you so much. A pleasure to be here, Dan. First, uh, let's talk about um, AEPI, 1913, uh, founded in New York City. Pick it up from there. A group of... uh,
1: Eleven men uh, decided in 1913 they uh, uh, wanted to uh, join fraternities, but being Jewish, they could not do that. Uh, so they decided to start their own. And under the Washington Square Arch in NYU, they began a pie. And those 11 men today have, in one chapter at NYU, have turned into 192 chapters around the world. Uh, those 11 men who were undergrads, now this is about 12,000 undergrads and 105,000 alumni. And we're in seven countries. We, uh, the last 10 years, we have gone from America to Canada, to England, to Scotland, to Austria, to France, uh, to Israel. And our latest, we just opened up in Australia. So we're very, very happy about our growth over the years. And uh, our influence in, in in keeping Jewish kids Jewish, that's our goal, uh, and making sure that we train the future Jewish leaders of the world. How do you do that
0: in uh, uh, an era uh, where there are so many distractions? Uh, the internet of course being uh, we talk about it frequently, but there are a lot of other distractions out there. Um, how do you how do you keep uh, uh, on the straight and narrow with those mission objectives? Sure. Uh, the basics uh, are always in place. And also
1: from AEPI, it's Jewish from the top down. Uh, we have, while we have individual chapters, the initiatives that AEPI has are all top down. We celebrate the holidays, we fight BDS, we fight anti Semitism, we are pro making sure that every kid who didn't have a bar mitzvah gets a bar mitzvah now we're not religious in nature but these are all trappings of being a good Jew and we believe very much that intermarriage is a is a negative a very very bad thing for our community we try and bring Jewish boys and Jewish girls together so that they can meet each other the the way to keep our community together is by putting our community together. We're very involved with just about every Jewish organization in the world, from B'nai B'rith, which is, which is our favorite, and uh, APAC and uh, Stand With Us, and, and all of the other Conference of Presidents, all of the, the groups that we work with. And we're a vehicle. We're a vehicle that, that it's our job, we know that our job, is to get our kids involved in Jewish organizations. There's a million organizations out there for non-Jewish kids, and, from, and, and great ones, by the way. They're all terrific. But the non-Jews don't get involved in Jewish organizations. A few of them do, but for the most part, not. It's up to us and our community to keep our kids involved in Jewish organizations. Otherwise, they'll fail. And everybody loses if that's the
0: case. So this is your answer to the Jewish continuity dilemma. Absolutely, uh, is to is to build uh, an organization that has Jewish identity very much as, at its center. A- as an example, the uh, in the college world,
1: philanthropy is a very very big uh, situation. Uh, all, almost all of the undergrads are involved in some philanthropic entity. Our Philanthropies are all Jewish in nature, all Jewish or Israeli, every one of them. And the Heart Association is great and and, and the Cancer Society, they're, they're all wonderful. However, non Jews don't support Jewish organizations for the most part. Our kids need to know that beside the opera and beside the Philharmonic and beside a hospital, again, all wonderful things, that they need to be involved in Jewish causes. Tikkun alum is something that's real. And they have to learn that from, from college forward. They, they're, this is something that, that left the community years ago, that, that people weren't, do your own thing. Uh, people were irresponsible as far as keeping our community together. And there's one thing, if they join AEPI, they are joining a Jewish organization. They're gonna be doing Jewish things and we're proud of it. We're not walking on eggshells. We're public about it. We scream it from the rooftops. And we let everybody know this is who we are. Now, interestingly enough, you'd think, well, with that kind of requirement and involvement, would people shy away? Because it's, it's work. It's work to, be, to stay Jewish. It's work to be, to be involved. Our numbers have grown dramatically. Over the last 30 years, we have quadrupled. The more Jewish we are, the more proud we are, the more involved we are, the bigger we get. And it's, it's, it's seen because every Jewish organization in the world wants to partner with AEPI. So it works.
0: Well, in the interest of full disclosure, um, I was a founder of the Delta Beta chapter at the University of New Hampshire in 1968. I know. So I, um, I have to, to burnish my AEPI credentials. Andy, I want to move to the topic of uh, today's program. Uh, how big a problem is anti-Semitism on campus in, in 2019?
1: Uh, it's a very big problem. Um, I haven't seen anything like this. I've only read about it um, in, the, uh, in the 40s and 50s uh, when anti-Semitism was, was rabid on campuses. And then we had a golden era in the United States for 30 or 40 years where things really were wonderful and people thought anti-Semitism was gone almost. Um, however, in the last 10 years, it has crept forward. It is now stronger than what even what I read, what, what was going on here in, uh, in, those, in the 40s and 50s. It is open anti-Semitism. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, kids have been beat up. Kids swastikas, hundreds of swastikas all over the place, campus to campus to campus. I have statistics here that would 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 scare you. Um, and there's an empowerment that people who are either naturally anti-Semitic or their family or their, their heritage, whatever it is that empowers them, the last 10 years has been the worst ever. And um, we've had just, we're, we're sitting here in Washington, D.C., and 30 miles away at Towson University, we had three of our, our students beat up, all went to the hospital. This was last May. Uh, the school had a, a vigil afterwards to, against hate. But this is 30 miles from here, in, in, in Baltimore. Uh, very sad situation. And it's how do you um,
0: how do you train um, these members, chapter members, leaders um, at the at the, the chapter level, at the campus level, um, to deal with these kinds of issues? And then what do you do at the national level?
1: Well, to give you and and I'll, I'll just give you the quote of the numbers. Last year. One thousand two hundred and eighty-two anti-Semitic incidents on campus. One thousand two hundred eighty-two. That's a staggering number. Um, the the best there's, to answer the question. It's really several fold. The university is is one place. Let's take that first. Um, the administrations have to be lockstep with us in dealing with any incident that occurs that's number one now the difficulty there is there's many professors that are openly anti-semitic they are protected uh from being fired uh, under the laws that 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 govern our tenure uh, tenure in our in our our colleges and universities that's a big problem Uh, however most university presidents understand and they, they are publicly against uh, any anti-Semitic incidents, but the fact is that's, that's part one, is the school. The second part is, when, as far as training our, our young men uh, and with us young women who are involved with Friends of API and the, and the organizations that we're with, it's the organizations that we partner with. B'nai B'rith, APAC, Stand With Us, Hasbara, SSI, All of these organizations work together to train our members and other members, other Jewish students on campus, on how to deal with this. Now, they don't train them to be violent or or to fight back. Uh, They do train them to be proud of who we are, obviously, but also to answer questions. A lot of it is the Jewish kids feel inadequate about answering the questions about what's going on. They don't necessarily know the history of what's going going on in the Middle East. So when something gets hurled at them that's that's not a rock, uh, a question that gets hurled at them, then they have the the ammunition of, of an answer to a question to be able
0: to, to, to deal with it. Um, Let me ask you, uh, one of the things, and I've been to a number of AEPI conventions, and one of the... The interesting parts for me always is when someone will ask, uh, when you have the assembled group together, how many of you have been to Israel? And 75% of the hands will, will go At up. At least, yes. Now, since so much of this anti-Semitism is, is focused on, on uh, delegitimizing Israel, the boycott divestment sanctions, the BDS movement, as the main example, but not just the only example. How much does having had that Israel experience help your your guys on the ground, basically, in being able to counter uh, the kind of anti-Semitism that we're seeing today?
1: That's that's the best thing. If you, the 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 birthright program and bringing kids to Israel and them going there on their own, all of the ways to get to get students to Israel empowers them to understand that what's being said on campus to what's being said on on CNN and various uh, uh, places that that spout news that isn't correct. Uh, They know in their heart of hearts, they know because they've seen it, they know that that's false information. And as a result, by going to Israel, that gives them the knowledge that what they're hearing is incorrect. Now, interesting part of what's what, what goes on on a campus the the other side uh, is a very, very well funded. And they go to mosques and they look for well-spoken presentable people, young people. They put them in a room for a couple of months in a hotel room and they they literally jazz them up. They teach them how to rabble rouse, they teach them how to, to, uh, to, to gin up a crowd. They really teach them how, to, how to, to take a campus that could be a sleepy campus and turn it into a problem for a couple of years. And that's exactly what happened. So we don't know because we're behind the eight ball. We don't know whether it's going to be they find a kid from Rutgers or from Duke or from, from, from Berkeley or from York in, in, in Toronto, wherever it is. Kid comes to campus after a couple of months of of this kind of training, and all of a sudden, hell breaks loose. There's apartheid walls, and there's die-ins, and there's there's uh, targets of, of blood from babies and things that are that are horrible, absolutely horrible. And these things are funded for a couple of years with that the the presentable, well-spoken uh, young man or young woman that they have. Then that person graduates, and the campus goes dark. And then it starts again somewhere else, but we're always behind. We don't know where it will be. There's 800 major universities in the United States and Canada. So with these 800 major schools, we never know where it will be or when it will be. And also, uh, the other side is has done an incredible job in something called intersectionality. They've taken the groups that that they tell them they should be offended, the LGBTQ groups, uh, black groups, women's groups, all kinds of groups that they've gone to and said, you're an oppressed minority, uh, things are bad by, by uh, how you're treated, the Palestinians are treated in the same way, therefore, you must hate Israel. It's a, it's a, it can be a save the whales group or a pro-peace group, or a feed the hungry group. And they go to these groups and they say, well, as a result, another oppressed group is the Palestinians. You must now be anti-Israel. And they've been very
0: successful at this. You've talked about the administrations, uh, college administrations, Um, student governments. That's the other other side here, Um, maybe the same side. how do you rate the response of student governments to these particular problems? Well, this is where we've had the best um,
1: answer to deal with this, that we've seen an actual decrease because of, of serious proactive work done by basically two groups, AEPI and a group called Turning Point USA. I'll give you the numbers. 2014 and 15, there were 44 campaigns for BDS in the United States. 22 of them passed. This past year, that 44 campaigns is down to seven campaigns and two passed. And the reason is that AEPI puts student government senators in student government, and Turning Point puts pro Israel. Uh, student government presidents into office. And we have been working with them the last several years and getting not all, not just APIs, non-Jewish men and women as well who are sympathetic to Israel, who understand that BDS is bad, bad for everyone. By electing student government people, we have turned the tide at these campuses where now there's so many Pro-Israel people in on these campuses, the other side passes on that campus and says it's not worth the fight. So we have been successful by 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 student government means, which was again it's all theater. Realize that no school actually divests, even if they pass it. I uh, Chancellor Udoff in in California, Judy and and it was uh, on the. Uh, Hillel board with me for many years and and Chancellor Yudof used to come to our meetings and he'd talk about how the screaming and the yelling and the and whenever they would pass something for BDS the other side would go crazy thinking oh we've had a, a big victory there's no victory. The University of California system isn't divesting one penny from Israel. No one is divesting a penny from Israel but it's theater it's theater that 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 when, they have these events whether it's a bds vote they almost don't care whether they win or they lose they just want to have the theater happen because what it truly happens in the scare that we that we live with today the biggest concern we have is that the future congressmen and senators 30 years from now who are on campus today will walk by these things and it used to be, again, in the golden age, Israel was a wonderful place, the star at the top of the hill, the shining star. Nobody would believe anything that was said about it. Today, the other side has has really put in this little crackle of doubt. Maybe Israel isn't such a great place. Maybe Israel is responsible for some problems. Maybe Israel is an aggressor in this situation or that situation. By putting that doubt in, in 30 years from today, when these people become congressmen and senators, that's something that we're very nervous about. So
0: that begs the question. And that, that is
1: the toughest thing to we That
0: begs the question, then. Um, there are answers to all of these charges. There Absolutely. are answers to, every, to, to the, the three examples that you choose about instilling doubt. Uh, about the democracy, the strong democracy that Israel is. The fact that um, it, is, um, uh, it is not out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination, strong as it is, living in that neighborhood of, of uh, authoritarian dictatorships, uh, terrorist-led uh, uh, um, uh, groups. Um, are, we, are we turning that tide in terms of winning hearts and minds?
1: At every API convention we have uh, Frank Luntz come to talk about what's going on and how to combat by the correct words and the correct phrases. The, our undergrads and most Jewish kids they know the truth. They know Israel is a democracy. They know they know that that uh, when the other side throws a a 19 year old gay kid off a 20 story building to his death, they know that's wrong in in the hearts and minds of 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 good thinking people they know which side is correct and which side isn't and which side is is running a, a a a pr war against israel however getting that out and getting the correct word out teaching everybody how to deal with it is the biggest thing that we have now we have a lot of allies uh again frank who comes to our convention but in, in B'nai B'rith, in in APAC, in SSI, and stand with us and Hasbara, and so many other organizations, Turning Point, that teach our kids and everybody who will listen. By the way, every every good kid who will listen, uh, what the real story is, um, and that's getting that story out is the challenge. Um, to the places where the story gets out and the correct. Warding gets out, we're able to fight and deal with it. The places where it's not, or where the our the other side has a a two month jump on us, and we have no clue that they're coming to to the University of New Mexico at the uh, two months from now, and they're gonna they're gonna rile up the whole campus. Uh, we don't know. We 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 are, we have to follow because we don't know where they're going next. The ICC. Thank God it was an organization, Uh, the Israel on Campus Coalition, has done a lot of research and helped all of the groups into trying to give us intel as to where our enemies are going next. We do have great allies. We do have people that know the right answers. But remember, as I said, 800 college campuses, major, there's 8,000 college campuses, 800 major ones. To be on top of this, and know where they're going, and be able to fight it, is a daily battle, and we're up for this daily battle at at API, and and want to thank Benet Brith for for being involved with us and helping us. Uh, that is, it
0: is a daily battle. Well, as we know, this is played out on the world stage. We talked today about uh, university campuses. Uh, of course, uh, Andy, you participated with us in our public diplomacy work at, at the United Nations um, and in, in other places, and um, these are battles that are fought out, not just on the campus, of course, but in, in other fora as well, and uh, we, um, we certainly need to, to be prepared for it. I think many of us uh, are of a like mind in, in how to approach these issues, and certainly AEPI is. Uh, very much very much a part of of that effort. We thank you for for joining us today. Hope you'll come back. Um, lots of things to talk about um about My pleasure. Jewish continuity and and other issues and uh, we we very much uh, are pleased that you uh, you were with us today. Thanks everybody for listening to our podcast. Please visit our website org. like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on your smartphone through the podcast app for iPhone or through Google Play for Android. And lastly, tell a friend about us. For my guest, Andy Borens, I'm Dan Mary Ashen. We'll talk to you next time on the B'nai B'rith International Podcast.